what it do guys it's the connection podcast welcome everybody to another episode of the connection podcast where in just under an hour we're going to take a deep dive into god's word and discover the truth in it Mm. discover new beginnings new Mm. revelations and come full circle with god and his word Mm -hmm. this episode's gonna be sounds like you're getting ready to say this episode is sponsored by <laughs> this episode is sponsored by well, no, I'm just kidding transformation no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mike Todd hey oh. uh, no um, this episode is going to be something very very broad yeah and yet trivial. so very zoomed in and mm, so very, very accurate generous yet so very inclusive yeah it's <laughs> it's Everything good, <laughs> everything weird. You've seen the you've seen the title. Who is God? Yeah. Um, funny story. We actually tried to record this. Yes, it is. Last Friday, somewhat of a funny story. <laughs> it's just I think it was it was God. Yeah, God telling us to just talk amongst ourselves and stuff. But so here we are, re-recording it yeah. on July seventh. So it's um, who is God recording who is part. God? Two. Yeah. Take two. Take two. The fir- first time we've had to re-record something, so. It is, which is actually pretty good for being, what, the 24th? 24th? 23rd, 24th episode, whatever, yeah. whichever one comes out, so. Um, no, this is, this will probably be the first one that comes out before the one we just did, so this is going to be like a, a transition into like a character study. Mm-hmm. Um, these next few episodes, however many, we don't know yet, we're going to kind of start diving into some characters in the Bible. Um, this one obviously being on God, the the first and foremost, most important person in the Bible. Um, and we'll probably talk about like Peter and Noah and Ezekiel and Daniel. And Ezekiel? Yeah. <gasps> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so yeah, we're just going to you know go into some characters and see how they can um, be applied to our lives and mm. what we can take from them. So real quick, I know this is, I know this is not for our podcast view either, but just for us. Okay. Um, just because we want our podcast viewers to kind of hear us thinking and talking as well. What if we did, this has just been on my heart, uh-huh. uh, for us to do a podcast about Elisha and how yes. he was, um, Elisha, Elisha yeah. and how he became like the prophet of the prophets at the mm. school of prophets. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I like that idea. Where yeah. that one guy was like, well, I'm just going to grab an ax and cut this tree down. And yep. then he dropped the ax in the river and Elisha came over and was like, Phew. He levitated out of the and water. Then he's like, "Yo, chill out, man. Just do your part." Yeah. Be- okay. We, we'll, we're we're we'll, bad we'll as. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You guys are listening to that. So we just- well, now they have something to look forward to. But yeah. oh, what an axe floating in the river? What are you talking about? Oh yeah, Elisha's dope. <laughs> My brother's name is Elisha. Yeah. There we go. So um, okay, let's get into this. There's not really anchor script. There's there's one or two kind of anchor anchor scriptures that we have. But first and foremost. With all of this, uh, we want to set the tone that this is something we cannot fully explain or understand. Mm. God is not someone we can fully explain or understand. Mm-hmm. You just cannot. Our minds are too finite, and he is too infinite to even come close what to. Is, what does finite mean? <laughs> finite's like limited, mm. right? You think of, it's like limited versus unlimited. Mm. We are very limited in what we can comprehend, but God is unlimited in what he is. So it's finite, the... It's like the opposite Unlimited of infinite. of infinite. Yeah, yeah. It's like finite is the opposite of infinite. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. You know, I so. learn something new every day. There you go. <laughs> so we got some common questions that you might have. Well, who is God? Well, you know, if God created everything, then who created God? Ugh. Brain buster. <laughs> let's just 
let you think for that one on a little bit. Um, the Bible says that there's one God, but in other parts it says there's three, the Trinity. So how can it be both? How can God be three in one, but also one, but also three? And like, what does God do? Hmm. I mean, what, what did he do on that, that seventh day? He just hang, hung out, rested? Did he like prop his feet up? Watch some sports what is he or doing something. Now? Yeah, what does God do? Like, is he just he... watching us on his TV? <laughs> is he like uh, the Matrix, right? Where he has all the TVs <laughs> all the going TVs. there, or is he like Morgan Freeman, where he's you know, dressed in a white suit and, uh, or he is he a big man on a mountain, a big bearded man on a mountain? Don't know. Hmm. Um, what like what does he look like? How does he appear? Right, <laughs> he has multiple appearances throughout the Bible of like a glory cloud and um, other kind of the kinds of things, a, a pillar of fire and um, cloud mm. of smoke, you know? Mm. Here's a good one. What kind of car does he drive? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, if God drove a car easy, what car would you say he drives? <sighs> me personally, because me and God, we homies. Yeah. So, you know, when God come, when I pass into the next life, God's going to come, come through. I'm going to pull up until pull you ready for your pickup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to pull through with his, uh, his, his like either like charger or challenger. Okay. All decked Muscle out. Car. Yeah. 800 horsepower. All right. Be like, yo, what's up? And I'm just going to hear like a rumbling. I'll be sitting like in my bed, <laughs> like on my last dying breaths. And God's going to like, I, I'll just hear like a spiritual car. Just <laughs> I'm be like looking over like, oh, that's me. That's my ride. <laughs> that's my ride. <laughs> and God's going to be like, get in, homie. You're going to get inside. <laughs> I'm going to be telling God, let's get up there as fast as we can. Yeah, right. I ain't wasting no more time down here on earth, That's God. That's funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, or what's his favorite color? Probably white. Mm. You know, heaven, probably white clouds. I think the color light is what it would Ooh, be. Ooh, okay. I like that answer better. Light. His light. favorite color is light because light is every color, right? It's bright light. I like that. All right. Well, as a, as a kind of anchor scripture for this, um, we're going to turn to the book of Exodus, chapter 3, verses 14. And this is uh, Moses on the mountain, which summarizes exactly who God is. This is it. Like, honestly, like, after honestly, this, we can stop. <laughs> we, could, we could just drop it right here. So verse 14 says, God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. Like, Done. Off the podcast. We're done. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Like, <laughs> you want to know who God is? He is. I am who I am. Yeah, that's God. And you know what's funny? I was looking at the different translations uh, on my Bible app of this verse because I was like, well, does it say something different than you know the NIV or the NLT? It doesn't. Mm. This is one of the verses that is exactly the same throughout throughout every translation. It's either I am who I am or I am that I am. Like one of those, one of those two things, but it is consistent throughout translations that this is what God says. I like the, I am that I am. Mm -hmm. I am that I am. I just like that, that in there. Mm -hmm. I just, am it, that. It's just like a solid, like right now I am that I am. Like I hear, like when God said that in the, with that, I just picture him like hair whipping on the, that <laughs> I am that I am. <laughs> Um, and then another one for you guys. <laughs> that's good. That's funny. 
Another one for uh, who God is is Revelation chapter one, verse eight, where it says, I am the alpha and omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come the almighty. Right. So God is the past. He is the present. He is the future. He is the beginning and the end. One of the things I like to say is that if, if God is the beginning and the end, then we can trust him with everything else in the middle mm-hmm. because he has seen all of that. If he is the beginning and the end, he has been through everything. Um, and lastly, uh, John 1, 1 says that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Mm-hmm. Here's kind of an example of that trinity, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in the beginning, it was the word, it was with God, and it was God. Mm-hmm. So it's like it was Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God, which we'll get into in a second here. So all of this to say... I mean, our first point is just understand that you can't understand. Yeah. So it's like we were just having a discussion before we started recording this about like Calvinism and, uh, you know, predestination and uh, just all kinds of different things about what God has been defined as or his like what God does. And regardless of all of that, God's much bigger than any of it. Mm-hmm. Like. I, like for the listener right now, okay, like close your eyes, right? Like imagine God, just mm. how big he is, mm. right? Some of you are saying like, oh, he's like, he's the entire universe, right? Go bigger. Mm. Oh, okay. So it's like all the, the galaxies and the stars and the, the planets and all that stuff. Yeah. Keep going. Like just keep going bigger and bigger and bigger until your mind explodes. Because if you, that's how we just cannot comprehend fully who God is. I mean, look at Moses when he came down from the burning bush. Yeah. Homeboy looked like he saw a ghost, man. Right. It says that Moses came down after talking with God and that they had to put a veil over his face. They're like, bro, cover that up. You glowing. Like, like, right. <laughs> and and that's that's a really good point, too. That <laughs> <laughs> What? Just thought of like him coming down and just like a being beaming like, ah! <laughs> Everyone's like, oh my God, what is wrong with this dude? What was he doing in that mountain? Right? And then he was like, I just talked with God. And they're like, well, you about to cover that face up. I don't know what God did to you, man, but. Well, even, you know, the transfiguration on the mountain when Mm. uh, Peter, James, and John went up with Jesus and Jesus was transfigured, they were just like, oh, like, we got to build a tent. We got to, like, dang, you know, and that cloud filled that place and. So that's another example of God of what God is, is that yeah. he always appears like as a cloud that just, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a cloud that you just can't understand where it comes from or it what it is. is. It's just, it's just there. It's just Beginning there. To swell. Elevation worship shout out. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's just, God is just so much bigger than anything we could think of, you know? And it kind of, it says in the Bible too, that no eye has seen, no ear has heard no one has imagined what god has in store for us that that just proves how like imagination no no one has imagined you could dream of the biggest thing and and still does not quantify god still does not yeah call him who he is and, and another one too that one other saying in the bible that it says like <laughs> everything under the sun has already been thought of yeah nothing new under the sun nothing new under like, the sun because god is that sun and he is those thoughts. And he, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, this is just so. It's just like the more you think about this, the more like your mind just goes, "What? Yeah, like how? Yeah." So, 
But we understand that when we get into talking about who Jesus was mm-hmm. and part of this all, that Jesus was the perfect radiance of God. Mm-hmm. So that was like the perfect example. Um, but going back to what we said, you know, understand that you can't understand takes us to Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Amen. I love this verse so much. Yeah. You said this is like you, one of your favorites. Yeah, and this is one of my hands down if favorites. If not the favorite. Mm-hmm. I think that's just so true. It's like you... When you try to understand, you're you just you'll never get anywhere, and you're not really having faith in that moment. You're trying to, yeah, you create put. You're trying to put God into a box, in that sense. You're trying to say, well, this is God, and God's like, no, that I, that's part of me. Yeah, sure, but there's so much more that you don't even know. You know, I mean, gosh, like look at scientists who talk about the black holes and stuff, and <laughs> go ahead, you got something, huh? Because like when when you just said like, oh, we try to put God in a box and say this is God. And God would look at you and say, I am you. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I am you. God's like, you are me. (laughs) That heart. I could feel that you, you can't feel me, but I am you. You just dropped the mic on that one. I don't know where that came from, bro. (laughs) That's a Holy Spirit moment, man. It's like, when you think about it and you're like, God, like. You know, this is what you do. This is how you do things. And then God's just like, yeah. (laughs) If only you knew. But I am you. If only we knew we would be God. We would be God in that moment. Yeah. Right? Right? So no, like, don't lean on your understanding. Proverbs 3, 3, 5. And like, if God could be understood, he wouldn't be worth worshiping. Mm -hmm. He would just be a, a, like, I can understand you easy. Yeah. And I don't worship you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, because we can't fully understand God, like, we worship him because it's like, he is so far greater. He is so high up. Like, his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways. Yeah. And that's why we worship him because in the middle of stuff that we don't understand, we, we have a God that does understand, who knows exactly what you're going through, who mm-hmm. has been through what you've been through. Mm-hmm. And in that moment... It's like there's nothing else we can do in, in that time when we, we are going through something other than worship God because he has seen it happen already. Yeah, yeah. He has seen you in that situation. And that was, oh man, I think I said this back in a couple episodes, uh, probably when we were at your old apartment. Um, and I said something along the lines that God never has an aha moment. <laughs> yeah. You remember that? <laughs> yes. God never has an aha oh. moment. We have them. Right. God when, is that aha moment. Exactly. When he reveals something to us about himself. We're like, we're like, oh. When we're reading the word and something pops out, and we're like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. And God's like, yeah, I yeah, know. Because I, I, I put that in you. Yeah. Because I am the word. <laughs> like, You know, I, I'm just, just, again, picturing things here with God. It, <laughs> he's probably <laughs> sitting there once we actually realize and go, oh, ah, there it is, God. That's why. He's like, he's like. Yeah, it took you long enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it'd be like, he's just like, yeah. He's like, yeah, that's exactly right. I gave you all these other signs to Congrats. tell you that. But <laughs> what, do you want a party? <laughs> and then it's like, and then it's like, okay, now go deeper. Ne- exactly. On to the next. It's like, all right, let's go. Let's reveal another part of myself. Jeez, God. Um, one of the things about God is that he is transcendent. Amen. I found this online as I was doing some research for this because I, I didn't know where to start when I was writing some notes for this man. I was just like, uh, where do we begin? You know, Trinity, obviously, but all of this. Um, so God is transcendent. I'm going to read through this. So bear with me as uh, you listen to this. So 
To transcend means to exist above and independent from. I want to say that again. It means to be transcendent means to exist above and independent from. Mm-hmm. To rise above, surpass, succeed. By this definition, God is the only true transcendent being. Mm. The Lord God Almighty in Hebrew, El Shaddai, created all things on earth, beneath earth, excuse me, and in the heavens above, yet he exists above and dependent from all of that. Mm-hmm. All things are upheld by his mighty power, that's Hebrews 1.3, yet he is upheld by himself alone. Mm. The whole universe exists in him and for him that he may receive glory, honor, and praise. Okay? And God is a God of paradox. Being transcendent, mean, uh, God is both the unknown and unknowable, yet God continually seeks to reveal himself to his creation, like we, what we were just talking about, yeah. how he gives us little insights. Um, for example, the unknown seeks to be known. Right? He wants us to, he wants to reveal himself to us. Mm-hmm. He wants us to be, he wants us to know him, and to be known by him. Yeah. So here's the paradox. Being transcendent, God is the incomprehensible creator existing outside of space and time and thus is unknowable and unsearchable. Mm. Neither by an act of our will nor by our, our own reasoning can we possibly come to understand God or experience him personally. Mm. God wants us to seek to know him, yet how can the finite possibly know and understand the infinite when our minds and thoughts are so far beneath his, right? Yep. So that part where it says, uh, that might have sounded a little bit weird, where it says, possibly, where, uh, can we come to possibly understand, or sorry, can we possibly come to understand God or experience him personally mm-hmm. in the way that, like, you know someone else personally, personally, like, I know you, Ezekiel, personally, yeah. right? I don't know God in that way. Nope. In that, like, yes, God is near and he is intimate and, like, we know him. But it's in such a different way, and it's mm-hmm. it's so mm-hmm. complicated. It's so complicated. Um, <laughs> all right. So jumping into this Trinity idea too, of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So the first is God the Father. Mm-hmm. Okay. Romans eleven thirty three to thirty six says this: that oh the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable his judgments and his paths beyond tracing out. Who has has known the mind of God? Or who has been his counselor? Who has ever given to God that God should repay them? For from him and through him and for him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. I want to say that last verse 36. Please. For from him and through him and for him are all things. (sighs) Oh. So God the Father is that God is love. Mm-hmm. If you really want to know, you know, about God quite a bit, turn to 1 John. Mm-hmm. 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 through 8 says this, So dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Okay? So whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. Mm-hmm. All right? Again, that's 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 through 8. So the point of of God the Father is that God is love. This is written all over the Bible. Prodigal son? Exactly. Exactly. Tell us that story, Easy. Well, I think that you had this son. I'm just paraphrasing here. 
Yeah. He had this son that was like, yo, dad, I want my inheritance now. And the dad was like, uh, okay. All right. And the kid was like, yo, I'm going to go out, party, go do some drinking, gonna go, go wild gamble, out. go to Vegas, you yeah. know, have some girls, get some drinks, do, do some, some drugs. drugs. <laughs> Party, do all be the it. life of the party, be the guy that takes the whole bill and takes care of yep. it and says, y'all my people, <laughs> and then ends up blowing all of his money and being like, okay. Ends up eating from pig slop. Yeah. The lowest of the low. The lowest of the low, bro. No one even wanted to help the poor guy out. Yep. And... Moral of the story is don't pay for your friend's food. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. And then he he's like, yo, like, I can't do this. I messed up. I messed up. Mm-hmm. And he goes back home. He's like, dad, I messed up. I'm so sorry. And then the dad's like, my son has returned. Time for Thank a you. feast. Let's like party. <laughs> let's hang out. Let's let's go. Let's go full on. Grab the lambs. Let's cut one open. Make a barbecue. Yep. Oh, the whole nine yards. Well, and it says in that story that the father was looking for the son. Mm. Like the son, the father saw the son from a distance. Mm. Right? Meaning that his love was so great that he was constantly searching for him, mm-hmm. constantly watching for him and to return home. An eye out. Yep. And I mean, just like a regular father, too, like my dad. He, he would, he would talk to us and teach us things and say, this is what you should do. Mm -hmm. If you don't do it, this is what's going to happen. Right. But you have to be ready for those consequences. Yep. And then my dad would say, but you can always come back to us and share us, share how you feel. We will always take care of you and accept you because we're your, we're your parents. You know, that's just kind of what we have to do. Yep. And so that's that kind of love that God is going to is 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 going to give you. That's the kind of God that is the caring God, is the God that says, "Yeah, you weren't doing the right thing. But you were you were out there kissing people that you shouldn't be kissing. <laughs> you were out there flexing on Instagram when you shouldn't be flexing on Instagram. Come on. You out there texting girls trying to hook up. Come on. And you know you shouldn't be like God is that God, and he's going to say, yeah, you messed up, son but, or daughter, but come on home. Let me give you a hug. Let me Let's give you celebrate. a feast. Let's celebrate yeah. that you're back. That you are here with you us know? now. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. that's why I love the whole father thing. God being the father is not just, oh, I'm the father of Jesus, you know? Right. No, like he's, he's the father, he's to, the father everyone. to everyone. Yeah, we absolutely. are all his children. Right. So God is love. That I mean, that is uh, one of the basic principles mm-hmm. of who he is, you know, and it says everyone that, um, everyone who loves has been born of him and knows God. So mm-hmm. if we, if we love, then we know God because he created us in that image, right? When in, in Genesis, it says that, um, he created that they created mankind in their image. Yeah. It's not a physical appearance kind of thing. It's, it's, it's that characteristic of love, mm-hmm. you know? And God is, uh, you know, along with that, that he is also without sin and cannot sin and cannot tolerate sin. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's why Jesus came down. We're going to talk about Jesus in a second, but that's why Jesus came down to atone for that and to overcome those sins mm. so that we didn't have to deal with them anymore. Mm-hmm. We, st- we still work through them, mm-hmm. right? It's a progression, but um, 
I want you to use that analogy too of the one hand on here, one hand on there. Yes, I will do that for for the next part for God for you know the sun. Yes, yes. That was really good. Well, let's um let's go ahead and get into that then. So the (laughs) (laughs) might as well right. Um. So the next part of this Trinity is uh the Son, right? Father, the Son, right? So this is Jesus Christ we're talking about here, and says. In Hebrews chapter one verses one through three. Again, we're we're using a lot of scripture in this because the scripture is God is scripture. God is scripture. Okay, so um, this is what it says: In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, He has spoken to us by His Son, whom He appointed heir of all things, and through whom He also made the universe. Hmm. The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of His being sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty or of God in heaven. So. (laughs) Sorry. So Jesus, right, is the son of God. And that's what we talked about. That's where we always go to that salvation prayer at the end. Um, But Jesus is the son of God, the, the pure, holy, living sacrifice that came into the world, bore our sins, took it on a cross, took all of our sin and, and guilt and shame away, that we don't have to live in separation from God anymore. And then he was resurrected from the dead, ascended to heaven, and is now seated and, and intercedes for us mm-hmm. with God, right? So that analogy you're talking about, I, this hit me like last week or something, but you know, when, when Jesus was on that cross paying that sacrifice, he was stretched out, right? Nailed to the tree, nailed yes. to the cross. Uh, and I got this picture in my head. <laughs> I got this picture in my head of uh, that moment when Jesus is on that cross. He has like his arms are stretched out because one hand is reaching to God and one hand is reaching to us. Oof. You know, like he is like he is holding our hand and he is holding God's hand. Bro, you got to preach that one day. I'm going to <laughs> like, but in that moment, he he made that bridge. He built that bridge for us. Just like Tyler talked about today. Like he he made that way for us to have relationship with God again. Mm, mm, like that mm, is mm, insane mm. to think about that. He loved us so much that he literally like bled to death and was crucified and, and suffered so much that he was willing to stretch his arms out, let the blood flow from him, mm. let the life be taken from him, mm. just not for himself, but for us and yeah. God. Yeah. Like in that moment, I I can just imagine all that weight on him. I think the only thing that was keeping him alive in that moment and keeping him, um, just steady and and focused on God was the fact that he was holding us together. Yep, yep. That he was bridging that gap for us. I just, I just that <sighs> picture hit me so hard. That is so freaking awesome. Very good, mate. <laughs> Very good, mate. Um, well, <laughs> so, and Jesus's reference, favorite reference to himself was the son of man. Yeah, that's bold. Like 81 times in the gospels, he mentions himself as the son of man. And and that just goes back to, I, I just thought about this. That's why I paused earlier because I had a, a moment, but, um, like he referenced, why, why would he reference himself so much as son of man? Cause he's cocky. <laughs> just well, if he was cocky, you'd say son of God, right? Yeah. Like I'm the son of God. Yeah. But he says son of man so much because look again at what it says in verse 2. But in these last days, in uh, Hebrews 1 verse 2, but in these last days he has spoken to us by his son whom he appointed heir of all things and through whom he also made the universe. Whoa. 
So through Jesus, God made the universe. And so mm-hmm. that's why Jesus says he's the son of man, because he, Jesus created us, mm-hmm. right? Like, yes, it's God, but in that Jesus form, he created us. Mm. And he came down in the exact representation of God, but also looking like us. Yeah. So it's just that, that crazy moment where he's, our creator is coming to the creation to relate to us, to go through what we go through, to, mm-hmm. to be a man, you know? Mm. Um, and it's just that John, like with the whole cross thing, like John three sixteen, like for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, you know, for our sins. Like he, he gave up what he loved the most for yeah, us. Yeah. Wow. All right. This Easy. Is, I'm going to let you talk this, about. This is my favorite. Part. I was going to say, I'm going to let you talk about this my one. Favorite. The last one is the Holy Spirit or God the Spirit. So this one, God is also the Spirit, like the Holy Spirit. Right. The verses we have for that, um, just to kind of back it up and get into it a little bit. Uh, the first one is Genesis 1, um, one verse 1 through 2. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the heaven, the, excuse me, now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Yeah. Hmm. So kind of a distinction here mm-hmm. that God created the heavens and the earth and there's a spirit kind of just hovering mm-hmm. over it all. This is where it gets good. It's like, the good part. Like that was Buckle the first, that, that first one was like setting the tone yep. kind of like. Yep. The scenery of what it's looking like <laughs> yep. right now. This one is where the fire comes, bro. Literally. What Tyler brought. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, he did bring that. I, he did bring that. Yeah, yes. he, I ain't no kidding. He did bring that. Um, when the, this is Acts 2, 1 through 4. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from the heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated to come out and came to the rest of each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Yes. Pentecost. Pentecost, bro. Wear red. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that right there is what the Spirit is. Like, the Spirit of God just comes in and just... Takes over a room, yes. takes over yep. a place. Absolutely. And it does so in the most beautiful, peaceful, yep. most loving, most enduring, most like just everything like that you could experience with God. Like when, when we say rest in God's arms, yeah, that's what we mean. Yep. Like rest in that spirit, bro, yep. because that's, that's where you're going to feel God and, and say, dang, this is what God feels like. I've felt this yeah, absolutely. several times in my life, mm-hmm. you know, when yep, I was in the yep. hospital and stuff and all of a sudden the room, my mom was like there cause it was my first night mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. sleeping, I guess on my own, you know, right, without, anything, without any medication yeah, yeah. or anything like that. Or, you know, just being knocked out for like four days, <laughs> yeah, three yeah. days. Um, so it was the first time I ever like actually like fell asleep on my own you know, I, again, I always say this just because it's important to the story. I woke up and I ate a Reese's Pieces or a Reese's <laughs> peanut butter cup. And as I was doing so, my mom was like, what are you doing? And I, and I was just like, she looks at me and 
I'm just sitting there with a mouthful of like Reese's peanut butter cup and I'm like mmm, mmm. <laughs> and she was like oh you're just so weird easy and I'm literally sitting there she goes back to bed and what seems like in an instant she is like completely knocked out I'm telling mm. you like knocked out mm. and this was all within like seconds too of her like saying what are you doing and I'm just like eating the food and then she goes back to sleep and in an instant this like presence came over the room and like I forgot she was there and I'm sitting there with a mouthful of Reese's <laughs> peanut butter cup and just like, like I'm telling you the, 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 the picture is hilarious because I'm sitting there and my tongue, when I, you know, my tongue is like hurting. Yeah. It's like really, really fat and it just looks nasty yep, because when they put down the tube down my throat, like the guy missed my throat and hit my tongue and it, like it just bruised really badly yeah. and just was not looking great. My tongue was all deformed and I was trying to munch on this as best as I could. And it was a Reese's peanut butter cup. So it was easy because my, it just like melted in my yeah, mouth. Yeah. So I'm just like letting it melt in there. And I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> and all of a sudden the spirit comes in and it, it just filled me with so much peace. Mm. And it just like whispers to me, like, remember my plans for you. Oh. And I'm like, I was like crying. I had chocolate coming out of my mouth, tears coming down my nose. <laughs> just ugly crying. Just ugly crying, bro. And I'm just like, but quietly. Yeah. And that spirit was so gentle and it was so peaceful and it was so like loving. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what God's spirit is right here. When you, when, when they say that what seemed to be like tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. Yeah. Bro. God, that like I believe that one hundred percent. Yeah, I believe yeah. that one hundred percent. And yeah, I'm gonna be honest. This may be what really happened. That like physical fire came out or whatever. But like spiritually speaking, too, like conversations that we've had with our like our boys and stuff. Doesn't it feel like that sometimes? Yeah, like it's just like a, a just a hot feeling. Yeah, it's it's, like it's, it's great. Anyways, you know, the one who sent Jesus after his ascension to be with us, remind us of scripture and guide us through life. Well, that's the Holy Spirit. Exactly. That's what he does. He, he exactly. convicts us. He um, reminds us of scriptures and times that we need it. Mm -hmm. uh, or um, he's always with us and he guides us through things. And like you said, like I've felt it too, where it's like yeah. that gentle whisper where it's like. And then it just hits. And it's, it's always, it, whenever, whenever you feel like God is speaking to you, like what we've experienced is that it's, it's so concise mm -hmm. and it's quiet and it has nothing else in it that is unnecessary. Mm -hmm. And it's like, like what you said, like, remember the plans I have for you. Yep. Like, and you know what that means in that instant. Yeah. You know exactly what it means. You know exactly what it's meant for your life. And it doesn't need to say anything else because God doesn't speak anything that's void or or empty yeah it's just short concise and to the point yep he hasn't, he hasn't got time to waste yeah yeah because well, it is his time yeah so again <laughs> so jesus died and was like i'm sending one after me you know and this is what ha this is what that was it was the mm -hmm. holy spirit that's now it is now with us it is it is still god right keep in mind this is still god this is still jesus it's still the holy spirit it's all three of them mm -hmm. but that's the one that is with us now guiding us through each each day of life right mm. Um, so there's a point in scripture where we see all three of these happen, right? And this is in Matthew 3, chapter, or sorry, Matthew chapter 3, verses 16 to 17. And this is Jesus' baptism. And it says, mm. as soon as Jesus was baptized, 
he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove Mm. and alighting on him, Mm. arresting on him. And a Mm. voice from heaven said, this is my son whom I love with him. I am well pleased. Yeah. So it's like a distinction that there's three separate beings, but they're all one. Yeah. At the same place. Right. At the same time. Mm-hmm. Like it's, and that's the thing. Like Jesus was there. There was a spirit descending like a dove on him. And then that voice. And it's, it's, and see, this is exactly, this is exactly what that Trinity is. It's God. God is always like the voice, you know, and God said, and God said, and God said, and God appeared in this way. It's, it's most pretty commonly like a voice, mm-hmm. right? When, again, when Jesus was on the mountain of the transfiguration, you know, a voice in the cloud said, this is Ooh, my son. There we go. So God, God's kind of like a voice. I view the spirit as the tone setter. Right. As the mood setter. Yeah. Like when, cause when that, when that moment where I'm in the hospital and that I just felt something different in the room, it, that's that Holy it's Spirit. It's that presence. It's that, that presence. atmosphere. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. yep. And then that's when I heard God's voice and saying, remember my promise. And, like, G- and Jesus is the, the man, the person. It's like the, the reminder. Right. Well, it's like the physical person yeah. that is speaking something into you mm-hmm. that you're just like, I, I don't even know you and you're saying something over my life. Like, you know, so it's like it's it's the voice, the the presence, the calmness, the stillness and the like the physicalness mm-hmm. of God all represented in this one passage here. Yep. Yep. So to finish up the, the, the question, one, one or two questions. What is God? So first of all, he is in all and through all and above all. Yep. He is spirit. He is a person. He is life. He is self-existent. He is unchanging. Stop it right there, man. Sorry. Nope. Go ahead. <laughs> this say that again. He is what unchanging. unchanging. Okay. Your situation yep. will always change. God is always going to change your situation and change you and change you. But the one thing that you need to realize, people, is that God <laughs> is unchanging. No matter what happens. You know what? You got out there, you experimented with partying and drugs and drinking, and you said, I'm just going to get a taste of this and see what did it's your like. Own selfish you did selfish desires. Thing. You yeah. did your thing, and God's like, yeah, he's got, he's got five minutes to spare. Hmm. He's got some time. Hmm. It's all right. And God's like, but I'll, I'll still be here. My ways ain't going to change. Yep. My plan for his life isn't going to change. My plan for her life isn't going to change. Yep. And so God's just like sitting there looking at his clock and being like, all right, they'll be back probably by 1230. <laughs> and then they get you know you come back and you're like oh god i just i messed up like yep. I, I don't know what i did i don't know what i was thinking god's like yeah no problem i got you let's keep moving forward yep wraps his arm around you and says that's okay mm-hmm. get back up let's keep going mm-hmm. god is unchanging of your situation so for people that feel that anxiety when change is happening or for people that feel that um depression when like things like a friend leaves or like a dog dies or a family member dies you gotta remember that god is unchanging and his love is unchanging and his heart for you is unchanging yes absolutely the best example of of what his heart and not being uh, of never changing for you is as you find me by (sighs) hillsong listen to that because that will wreck you (laughs) literally Literally. like it's so true and I, oh, I wish, I mean, I'm not saying anything bad about them, how they wrote the song, but I wish there was a way that they could incorporate, you love me as you found me, as you find me, and as you will find me. Yeah, because that's exactly what it, what it is. It, because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. 
it's, mm-hmm. it goes it goes along with that so so much. Yep. So God is unchanging, and I you know I think we can sometimes get that twisted and say, well, you know, God changes with culture. No, no culture. We change with culture. God never changes. Okay. God created that culture, bro. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of it. Um, lastly, he is unlimited by time and space, and he is unity, right? The unity mm. of the Father, Son, mm. Holy Spirit, unity of the church body as believers. Um, and the last question, who is God? God is. He is. Like, I, with all of this, God is. That's the, like, I am who I am. Mm-hmm. That's it. God is. One of the things that I talked about in a message I gave like oh, last yeah. year was, you know, the third word of, of I am this or I am not that or whatever it is. But God is. God is whatever you are not. Yes. Say that again. God is whatever you are not. Yes. So if you're saying I'm not capable of doing that, well, God is capable God is. of doing that. So walk with God. If, if you're saying I'm not that skilled, God says, I, who gave you your mouth and your ears? You uh, are well. skilled. I, I will be that for you, Moses, you know, exactly, like, hello. Exactly. So that, that's the big takeaway. Like all, in all of this, God is love. God is, mm-hmm. he is love. He is grace. He is unchanging. He is never failing. Mm-hmm. He is true, good, great, all of it. And, mm-hmm. he, but he is. Mm-hmm. And I think just for people to just rest in knowing that, that God is like, God is above every single situation in my life. God is above every why is it? Why does the Bible say to look up, like lift your eyes up? Because there's nothing above God. The higher you look, you're only going to find more of God. More of God. Like there's nothing <laughs> above him. Nothing above him. So case is, in point. God is good. God is good. God is great. And we thank him for this food. Amen. <laughs> I've never heard that. Spiritual fruit. You never said that? No. I used to say that all the time growing up. That was our dinner saying. Supper saying as we... Call it back, back in Indiana. Indianans. <laughs> but I mean, even that is a testament to, to who God is. Yeah. He's good. He's a good father and he's great. He does impossible things. Mm. So it's funny, like little children's prayers that say that you're really testifying of who God is. You know, it's funny. Those moments. Speaking about those little things before we end this. <laughs> Go for it. I'm 24 years old, man. Okay. Yeah. Every time. I'm getting ready to eat. I don't know why I do this. Especially if it's like food I'm really excited for. Yeah. There's like this little song that we learned back in the day when I was in like private school. Okay. And it's called the Johnny Appleseed song. Oh, Have you ever heard I it? I think I've heard of this. It's like, oh, the Lord is good to me. And so I thank the Lord for giving me the things I need. The sun and the rain and the apple seeds. The Lord is good to me. Amen. 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 That's it. That's going on the highlight reel. Oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh well. I love it, man. So, uh, yeah. Um, again, this is just understand that you can't understand God fully. and But just rest in, in him knowing that. Mm-hmm. That you can't understand him. That he knows everything set up before you. He, Jeremiah 29, 11, He knows the plans he has for you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. To give you hope in the future. Like, that is God's plan for your life. That is what he wants for you. He is whatever you are not. Just God is. He is love. Like, all of it. He's all of it. All of it. All of it. Every time. So, well, that's going to do it for today, man. And as always, before 
we end this episode. You like freaking out over there. <laughs> Y'all can see easy what he's doing right now. He's like twerking his shoulders. <laughs> um, before we end each episode, we want to offer that prayer for salvation of someone who doesn't know God, but says, I want to know God. I want to have that relationship with him. We want to offer that, that decision for you. And, and again, this is not a decision that we can make for you. This has to be on your own will and, and a decision that you make to, to follow him. So Amen. the Bible says, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, that you will be saved at this moment. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to say it in traditional fashion. Easy's going to repeat it. Y'all. So here we go. Dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. Thank you for my life. Thank you for my life. I believe in you. I believe in you. And I put my trust in you. And I put my trust in you. I believe you came for me. I believe you came for me. You died for me. You died for me. And rose again for me. And rose again for me. Today I begin. Today I begin. My journey with you. My journey with you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you just made that decision for the first time, we are celebrating with you this has been the best decision of your life took you long enough (laughs) i'm just kidding hey never too late the first will be last and last shall be first right yes sir Uh, so um no we you know welcome home to the family this is the beginning of your new journey it's going to be an amazing sometimes painful sometimes frustrating journey let's be honest but it's the best decision you can ever make saying yes Mm -hmm. to god so Mm -hmm. if you made that decision we want to hear from you and let us know we love hearing from you guys about all of this. Um, and as always, you can send us an email at connection.podcast3 at gmail.com. Or hit us up in those DMs at Instagram at Connection Podcast. Yep. I think soon here we're gonna we got a Facebook page going now. We're probably gonna start putting some stuff out on YouTube. Uh, just to to get more just to reach those people, man. Yeah. As much as we can. So Anyways, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening every like if you're listening every week, if you're listening once a week, if you're listening what if you're listening at all to for the first time once, like thank you. We see you, Michigan. We see you guys. So again, we hope you guys have a fantastic week. We love you all. Peace out. Oh, the Lord is good to me. And so I thank the Lord for giving me the things I need, the sun and the rain and the apple seeds. The Lord is good to me. Amen. 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 Amen.